Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio. What is going on? How's it going? We are back. Episode 30, the big three zero. How's it going out there in cubicle land? I hope everything is going good. It's been a long week, people. It's been a long week, but you know what? I am so excited for this episode. Um, it's the first interviewer ever in the studio. It's kind of a big deal. Hopefully they come back and hopefully I didn't scare them off. In the interview, we talk about a lot of things. We talk about anxiety. We talk about letting go, forgiveness. We just really get really introspective. You know, we really dive into just, we just kind of cut through the bullshit, which I'm always a fan of. I'm always a fan of real conversations. None of this hokey horse shit where we talk about fucking COVID and we talk about the nails that the girl got on the fucking corner of the street. That's not... That's not how we roll in the fucking studios. So yeah, people, happy Halloween. I hope you guys enjoy the interview. You know, we decided there's nothing scarier than just facing your own emotions and your own demons. So that's what we did with this podcast. Again, I hope you guys like it. Um, yeah, that's it. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Who do... No, that's not it. <laughs> that's funny. Five, six, seven, eight. Who do we not appreciate? Angel. All right, people. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope you had a good week. I love you guys. Enjoy the interview. All right, dude. We're fucking... We're here, man. It feels good. How does it feel? Bro, it feels good. It feels good to be here. How's Dallas treating you so far? Dallas is treating me well, man. Making a great impression. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, didn't know what to expect, but hey, uh, Dallas give me a good vibe, if I'm being yeah, honest. Dude. Well, you know, I I had the private helicopter pick you up from the airport. Yeah, man, you're you're like the Bruce Wayne of Dallas, huh? Yep. Uh, some some people are saying to the grapevine that I'm the Joe Rogan of Dallas. Oh, damn. That's okay. that's the rumor on the street. No, dude. Uh, I'm just I'm glad you're here. First of all, uh, anything you want to shout out right now, dude, to all my millions of listeners out there. Shout out to whoever. Shout out to whatever your handles, your Tinder profiles, whatever Tinder you profiles. want. Oh man, I don't I don't have much to shout out. Well, let's see. I got, you know, shout out to all the boys back home, you know, home hometown, Fresno, California. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say my hometown, hometown is right. So, yeah, you know, all, all my boys out in Fresno, I'll see social medias. I'm uh, at FredDog8 on Twitter. All right. And then, and then same thing on Instagram, uh, FredDog underscore eight. Nice. Yeah, uh, nice, dude. Nice. All right, so actually, last night, yeah, you know, just to kind of dive into it, after the game, dude, we started, we're just talking, we were waiting for our uh, personal driver to pull up, and we were just started talking about relationships and how we are kind of being a little bit more focused on ourselves. Yeah, just, you know, you know you're, that's what I've been doing. You know, you're living for yourself, you know, you're finally putting yourself first, is yeah. how I explain it. Um, you know, it's something that I've personally been doing. You know, I've been single for about two and a half years, <clears throat> two and a half years now. You help work uh, like through work out bad habits that, you know, that you created and, you know, installed like good ones, healthy ones. Yeah. You know, focusing on your mental health. That's not talked about, you know, nearly enough this day and age. And just uh, just making sure that you're, um, you know, on, on top of that, you know, that you're just being like a kind, you know, being a kind person is like, you know, needed in the world today. So. Yeah. On top of everything, it's just, you know, just kind of letting go of any kind of grudges or any kind of like anger that's, you know, that doesn't really need to be, 
Yeah, dude. There. And it's it's weird. You have to have like some type of self-awareness of like the bad habits. Absolutely. Of, and like, dude, like one thing that was really big for me, um, I was kind of a a serial monogamist. A serial monogamist. So oh, you're just okay, always gotcha. in a relationship. Okay, going dude. from relationship. So to relationship. it was just like uh, I would be dating somebody for long term, mm-hmm. and then that would end, and then maybe like a month or two later, it's into the next. You know, that, two years. That, that baffles me that people are like that. that was yeah, dude. That was me, and it really I didn't realize it. It took a lot of self awareness and therapy yeah. to be okay. like, oh, there's something wrong here. I think. Um, when the last relationship I was in kind of ended, I was like, mm-hmm. I haven't been single since I was like in the sixth grade. So maybe no. this is a problem. And so sixth grade, yeah, so it was horrific, dude, okay. horrific. And it's, there's a lot of guilt. Cause I was like, dude, this is a, it really fucked up um, for the girl's part. Right. You're just like, is this guy, he tells me he loves me. He tells me he cares about me, but he was just in a relationship a couple months ago. Gotcha. So, you know, it was a it was a lot to process, dude. So that's kind of why I'm trying to stay away from relationships for a little bit. I get what you mean, man. It's yeah, dude. It's it's a it's a very healthy thing to do, and you know, it's I think the good thing to do is like you know have like pe- supportive people for yeah. that. You know, you can't have like the negative people that are like kind of, you know, yeah, they're just like kind of fake supporting you. You know, they you know backhanded compliments, whatever. But you you have to have like the right support system because you like your life changes in a sense like you know you're changing your life it's just like you know you're keeping to yourself you're valuing your time and you're you know that it's not worth investing <clears throat> it if your heart isn't in it yeah and it we were talking about this yesterday how whenever you kind of move to a new city or like a big city you mm-hmm. can literally just become someone completely different and i yeah. think that's i mean and here's the thing you don't even have to be moving to a big city to do that i mean it's kind of you can just wake up one day and be like i'm not that person anymore yeah you know that was kind of a big thing in my life where i was like i'm i'm not that person i'm not that guy anymore and you know you're you're dating someone or you're like you're having casual flings with someone and you just tell them you just gotta mm-hmm. be like this is i'm not this person like as stupid and cliche as it sounds you just gotta be like this is not me yeah and 100%. i'm not gonna i don't want to do this anymore so i mean it, it's wild wild man so yeah you're just focusing on so you're just focusing on your career yeah focusing on my career a hundred percent um i've had this like kind of mindset and this kind of like goal of just like like i said putting myself first and you know it's been it's been a good like year and a half now and i've i've just you know i've seen progress in it so you know i'm gonna keep sticking with it and it's just you know wanting to get ahead like in other like areas of life so it's like it's putting me in a really good like state of mind to be able to do that, yeah. especially right now. And it just takes, dude, those first few years are so fucking hard because yeah. you're building a network and you're, 100%. it's just those first steps to get the ball rolling. But, yeah. So I, like, not only on top of that, it's like not only taking care of yourself, you got to like, you know, start, ta- you know, taking care of things out, you know, like your daily, like personal tasks. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, so there was a time where I just went all in with work mm-hmm. and I was like, I've if been, if I just before. focus on the career, it's fine. Yep. Like it's fine. it's not a big deal. That's some spo- you're supposed to focus on yeah, your career. Yeah, hundred percent. But then it just got it went too far. And then you, your health you dive a little too far yep. in. Yeah, and then I I've, think I told you, you know, I was like two Red Bulls a night and or uh-huh. like five coffees a day. It's you know, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, dude. man. So, I could I can sure like literally like relate to that. That uh, you know, I just went full in on work, 
it was just like work, 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 uh, you know, staying up, you know, all hours of the night, if, you know, having to complete the whatever assignment, a uh, task, whatever it is, it's, it's nuts. And like, you know, you kind of realize after a while, it's just like, you know, you don't feel, you start feeling like crap and you're just yeah. like, well, what am I doing? Like, what do I need to change? Yep. And it's just like, you look and it's just like, oh, like, you know, I need to work, learn how to balance this. Yeah. And I think part of that comes from hustle culture. That's a big thing now. I don't know where this came from. I, I think it just, we were told like, as since kids, if you work hard, your dreams will come true. And that's not, that's not like an accurate statement. It's kind of an unfair statement to tell a kid. Yeah. So a buddy from back home actually wanted, wanted us to like bring this topic up, the, the hustle culture. So I'm not really sure I understand like what really like hustle culture, like what the definition of it is. I mean, so I, I guess hustle culture is just, I think, I think in my head, I like to think of that there's two different types of hustle culture. There's right. the ones okay, who are very yeah. loud on social media about yeah. it, very, who probably really aren't hustling. They're just really loud about it. They're really and just throwing actually, up any kind of content they can. Yeah. And then there's another darker side of hustle culture where it's like you're trying to suppress your demons through work or just you're going, you know, mm-hmm. or you're just working yourself to death because you're just so dedicated and to you, your craft. And you definitely don't want to be in that area. Yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, You got to have like some type of middle ground, which... So, yeah, like I would say hustle culture is like a good thing to an extent, you know, it's good for, you know, having goals uh, and ambitions and like that's important to have. Absolutely. You know, like say this day, this day and age, like we don't we're not like the ones to post it on social media. Like if we're hustling, like, you know, we kind of just go about it and then, you know, like we see other people doing it. It's like, you know, I don't hate on it. I definitely don't hate on it, you know, like because I want I want you to win at the end of the day. But it's just like. I mean, I'm not going to be the one like to, you know, post like every move, like, you know, especially every like move you're making, you know, I like to keep my life, you know, a little private. A little private. Yeah. yeah you are know. you speaking of private and social media? A little tangent here. What's your take on posting some when you're dating? Is there like a, is there a certain amount of months or a certain amount of milestone that you have to hit before you, you post on the gram? Because that's a very big deal. That's, yeah, that is, that is, that a, is a very deal. big deal. This isn't talked about. This <laughs> is a huge fucking deal. <laughs> and you got to time it perfectly. Yeah. Because, you know, you're... So, let's see. Yeah, it, it's definitely, like you said, it's, it's <clears throat> huge. You know, it's a huge step. So, I would say timing necess- doesn't necessarily, like, amount to, like, I, I at least, like, from my perspective, like, I... I kind of hate like telling people like timetables like because I feel like that's not the most accurate way to do it. I feel like we should do it more off feel, you know? Yeah. It's I don't know why people are always trying to put like a number of date, you know, a number of dates or a number of times you see somebody or, you know, that it has to be like, you know, this amount. It's like that's not reality. It's just like, come on, like, you know, we should do this based off field, you know, it makes for like a better experience. So basically, if I see you post a chick two weeks after you meet, this basically means you're your head over heels <laughs> pretty much bro you're gonna be gonna yeah, propose bro, and like honestly this if, is the yeah. one it's game over <laughs> yeah if uh yeah if two if after two weeks i'm posting a girl i'm definitely marrying that girl yep so yep. <laughs> just know just know that i'm you know i'm not like i don't know i'm not i'm not just one to like that's gonna post like you know just whatever girl but at the same time i'm not like you know out there just chasing like girls you know i'm kind of i'm just really like kind of like taking taking it as it goes yeah you know if i meet somebody i meet somebody if not if i don't then i don't yeah my dad 
my dad gave me this advice or not advice. I don't know. My dad says these statements (laughs) that are very true, but Uh, are kind of, I don't know, like we were talking and he goes, it's just, so we were like talking, he goes, so are you dating? And he's like, I'm not really like, I told him, right. We just talked about it. I'm really focusing on myself. And he goes, oh, that's when they all start coming in. He goes, that's whenever they all start lighting up. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of, been proven to be true so that's my dad's wisdom other people their dads tell them to go chase their dreams my dad mm-hmm. says stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's when the girls start coming in <laughs> your dad's awesome by the yeah way. my dad's fucking, my dad's the best he's probably listening shout to this out, right yeah, now shout out to yeah, your shout out to they keep giving people keep calling me like mm-hmm. they say i like your son's podcast and they call me and it's it's getting a little too much, dude. I have to tell them stop. Is it stop calling? Stop. Call please. my publicist. Call my <laughs> call my assistant, please. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of hustle culture, dude, I feel like everybody has a side hustle nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a side hustle, and I don't know if that's because we were told to chase after our dreams, mm-hmm. or if the economy and just I don't know the workforce in general is so deprived of. I don't know, just equal pay, right? Like what's happening at, yeah, um, you know, just fucking Kellogg's, all these places that people are walking out. Yeah, it's crazy, man. So I don't know if it's both. It probably is a little it of could, both. It could be a little of both. Where it's like I kind of, I can use the money from my side hustle to go out this month. Exactly, you know? 100%. Yeah. Or, you know, to like, you know, <clears throat> like really to like, yeah, you can use side hustles to fund anything you want, you know, because with a side hustle, usually it's you can make as much or as little as you want. And yeah, I mean, I think side, like side hustles, like, you know, those kind of like service industries, they're very necessary. And, you know, because obviously there's a demand for it. People need it. Um, actually, a personal like uh, story from a friend of mine who started a um, water slide rental business. And, you know, he like he just told me about it. And, you know, I I just like helped him like start it up just a little bit. Um, you want to give him I, a shout out? Yeah. Shout out to uh, Khalil Dillard. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's a he's been a really like great like since day one this guy this guy he's been you know a real one with me like keeps it like okay. honest like you know i can trust this guy like me and, and what's are, his uh what's his tight. business so this is uh central cal uh central cal water slides okay all so, right people if you need a water slide it gets about 150 degrees over there it's, uh, for it gets 40 bad weeks out of the year so <laughs> there's some water slides for you people it does but yeah um just like how i was saying is like you know he saw it um for him it was more like he saw a demand and opportunity because you know he's very he's getting very successful. Like, you know, he's, he's going to be like a very successful person just because of the drive that he has. Yeah, dude. And I feel like, and honestly, like, it's good to have those people around because, you know, his drive fuels my drive. Yeah. You know, because, 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 you know, he's, it's contagious. You want it. Cause you know, you want to do business with like people that trust that you trust. So yeah. like, if I can't, if I can't level up to where he's at, then, you know, I'm going to get left in the dust. Yeah. You like know? you don't, you, I never want to be, the like the breadwinner in yeah. the room like if you're the breadwinner in the room you're in the wrong room right? yeah like if you're right. the most accomplished I get, person I get, I get exactly you're in the wrong room so that's and kind of people get know, comfortable there yeah and that's that, just the biggest breadwinner and yeah the, the, and being the smartest in the room it's like well man go to go to the go to room. you gotta go to you gotta, you gotta go to go. a different room dude mm-hmm. let's go let's go even further okay. all right so we just said everyone has a side hustle yeah and then there's a giant stigma that millennials are lazy yeah. so which one is it I mean, we can't be that lazy, right? Like I don't if, think, if, yeah. Because I mean, I I see a lot of people that have like side hustles, man, and it's like you know, it's like it's like 
crazy that like you know we're stigmatized as like <clears throat> lazy just because we don't have the same things that our parents did yeah you know like our parents like you know whether if they had a college degree like when by the time they graduated college they automatically had like a job light like yeah like literally given to them but yeah we don't have that this day and age that's, which is that's and fuck that's insane to me that's exactly it's we're working so hard so but, it, yeah so it creates like this need and like, it's we're working so hard there's just no jobs like, yeah it's exactly. as dumb as that sounds i know there's like an there's an employment shortage but no one wants to work at a fucking factory for 80 hours a week yeah. and make nine dollars right but yeah. when they people say there's a shortage of jobs there's a shortage of jobs that provide a quality of life yeah that actually give you fucking benefits exactly that can actually fucking pay your bills where you don't have to walk out to be treated like yeah. a human like how our parents like exactly you know our parents and grandparents they they were the you know they benefited from a college degree be, you know because of that and you could you could pay for it like your parents yeah. could work in a factory pay for your tuition and it they yeah, could man. also tuition, still prefer- tuition was like 200 dollars. yeah and that's day. why people were like a semester mind you it's it blows my mind. Like I remember my dad. My dad went to Cal Poly, okay. and his tuition was a lot lower. And whenever he started asking how much my tuition was going to go, I said it's twenty five, not including living. Uh-huh. And he goes, "Oh, for the four years." And I was like, "No, that's for one year." Oh man! And he goes, "Oh shit!" I'm like yeah, dad, it's it's a different world we live in, and it's it's crazy. It skyrocketed, like the price of it, mm-hmm. but the the value of it has decreased so much so it's like it's just they're going in opposite directions yeah and i guess i'll leave into a good question would you have gone to college knowing what you know now or would you have just said fuck it i'm gonna do my what i'm you know how what get into the field i am now and not use college or is it necessary so i think about it like two ways i mean i would say college isn't useless but you can definitely go without it yeah um you know <clears throat> say like going going on that it's like it's not useless because you know you can take advantage of the resources uh you know a university has like within their community and you know you can really like build a net like a network that's you know really str- solid and strong and it helps propel your career so i mean you can definitely do that but you know if you kind of just go there to like you know you don't you're not really sure about what you're doing you, like, yeah. you don't really care to like immerse yourself in any kind of like networking organizations type of thing. It's like, I don't think you really get, you don't get the full experience out of it and you'd be better off just, Hey, go to a trade school, you know, start up a, you know, a little start your side hustle that leads to like a full, like that can lead to a full blown career, yeah. you know, as a business. And so I think um, like, like people who are like theater majors or dance majors, it's mm-hmm. like, you can just hop on YouTube and just start a YouTube channel. Yeah, or, 100%. Or like, you know, like even filmmaking, right? Like if you just make some killer YouTube, like, I don't know, Halloween trailers or something. Yeah, it, you, you see it could like a lot of up. these people that just have like these skills to put together like a video like that. I can't do that, man. Me neither. Like I'm, I'm going to have really to pay hard. somebody to do something yeah. like that. It's insane. I um, So the, the cool thing is that there is demand for like, you know, those like those people like that. I guess they're, I guess their kind of career like uh, comes down to like, content you know creating need to yeah. create content you know like Always. for music and art and like dance type of like you know ma- theater majors yeah and the crazy thing with content dude is like any video can just change your life yeah like look like post malone like as dumb as that sounds but like he literally <laughs> just put white iverson on soundcloud and then 
his life just fucking changed yeah, you know yeah. and it's like you just hear these cases over and over again and you're just kind of like why doesn't that happen to me right you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like what's it my <laughs> turn <laughs> when, why what what the hell you know you start you start you gotta have yeah. a talk with the big guy upstairs yeah, about, i'm, I'm doing like, my fucking my due diligence here yeah it's like <laughs> come on man i only got so much patient <laughs> oh uh, we're just met. don't don't take us too serious don't yeah dude don't yeah. please take please take our jokes as like com- as they are jokes <laughs> no I, I want you don't take freddie's joke seriously take my joke seriously my word is go- my word is gospel so yeah uh, take my take my joke seriously so just to conclude the we're not we're not like lazy it's just that we literally got like we, we just got like the short end of the stick like i said earlier yeah dude i don't think it's weird i didn't I think there's a really big epidemic for mental illness mm-hmm. in this country. And I think we're barely starting to see just how bad it is. Yeah. Because the statistics that they have, it's like based off very little samples because, you know, not a lot of people are like talking about, you know, mental health enough to like where, you know, you can get people to, I guess, participate on it in a study or something like that. Yeah, dude. Like and that. not even, not even a lot of people can afford Mm-hmm. for mental health it's yeah. really fucked up it, it's it, it can get expensive if you don't have insurance it can get really expensive so i think there's this we were talking about our parents and like the older generation mm-hmm. right so it, it's been interesting like i don't mm-hmm. know if you can i don't know if how it is with your parents but it's been it's, interesting seeing my yeah. parents evolve and mm-hmm. understand mental health over the past like 10 years you know just really see them kind of grasp just yeah. how serious i, I it think is. I, I, i'm able to see that in my parents maybe not to like you know how like like very like immigrant parents are like, yeah you know i'm a first generation it's like it's you know i love my dad and everything but like i was never felt like i could go to him with a genuine problem of mine because you know the culture is so that like if you have a problem bury it the fuck down yeah, dude, and man you just the gotta, fuck up you just and dude you just gotta suppress shit like yeah like suppress you, dude, it which is very it's very like toxic for you yeah dude like whenever whenever something traumatic happens to you yeah or something big like your first instinct, I don't know about the normal people listening to this, but my first instinct, and I don't know how you feel, it's just like, all right, I'm throwing this bitch in a vault and I am sealing this up and no one, nothing is getting into this fucking thing. That was my thing. Dude, a little dark, people. I mean, but shit happens. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, I've took, I've, yeah, I've taken some things like that, you know? Like, yep. There's no guidance or any kind of like encouragement for you to talk about it. Like, you know, you don't even know how to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. And it's, if, it's in, in all scary. honesty. Like, I mean, you know, it's just a, how do you, you bring it up at dinner? You know, yeah. just like, you know, like, how do you, just, you I don't know. You, there's no. Like, you're going to tell, you're just going to tell your mom you're depressed. Yeah, at dinner. dude. It's, and it's like, you and, tell them, you tell them you're depressed. And it's, it's really kind of hard. I remember telling my parents I had anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. And it was really hard to see them process it okay. it felt like i was like i felt shitty for myself gotcha right it was really hard for me to see them kind of process it so it's been interesting to see it just kind of grow as like a foundation so again it's really hard to just tell because there's so many strings like with like anxiety and with depression yeah there's just so many like mixed emotions that in the grand scheme of things are 100%. kind of blown out of proportion right i, I don't want to sound so like simple-minded whenever i say this but a few weeks back in therapy, I had this realization of my anxiety where I was like, it's kind of all in my head. Mm-hmm. As simple as that sounds, it's so simple minded to say, and I get it, people. I know that 
when I say that statement, yeah. it's because it means a lot to me just through years of therapy. I know it mm-hmm. sounds super simple minded, but it was really just a snap moment of this is it really is just all it's, in my head. It's really like that's how you feel. Yeah, that's how you feel. Your anxiety is just like it's literally you just kind of like the walls are just like you feel like they're closing. in, yeah. But then you're like, oh, this is and you're just like, why is this happening? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like I kind of feel with my anxiety, it's like I'm in my own head, too. It's just like it's it's hard to get yourself out of it you know when yeah. you're just accustomed to thinking and reacting a certain way and you know it's just if you know if it never gets worked on it just progressively gets worse yeah and so whenever i get like that dude i just go for i really go for walks yeah you um, take you take a step back yeah take a step back yeah. and then also like there's something called like grounding techniques i just do like five things i see five things i hear and then five things i can feel yeah and it's just it's really just i just do that shit like a hundred times a day and it just kind of keeps it at bay okay so so you feel that that works for you that yeah yeah it really and also it's called the grounding technique yeah grounding technique i'm pretty i'm I'm sure someone's gonna fucking reach out and say i'm wrong but it's just a grounding technique i mean mean, and everybody deals with it in a you know in their own separate ways like you know grounding techniques work for you you know what what do other new other people need maybe they just need to take a walk yeah you know it can be the smallest thing working out dude yeah. like working out in the morning will just yeah, like exactly. set you right dude like working yeah working out definitely relieves a lot of mine and then honestly what i what i do is um i saw like a i saw like a nice little snippet of like a kobe bryant um <clears throat> a video like interview on instagram mm-hmm. and it was like maybe like a 30 second like you know 30 second uh, video and he said it's just like he was you know talked to you know he, they asked him about anxiety and depression like you know depression or whatever and he was just like, you know, it's like how he learned to do it is just like, you know, feel your emotion, like be present in yeah, that dude. moment to feel the the worry, whatever, yep. you know, anxiousness, are, are you nervous, whatever it is, like feel that and then just be like, okay, like what is this coming from? Like, do I have any reason to be like this? Yep. This is like, oh, am I just, am I just like making it worse, like making it like worse in my own head? It's just like, yeah, that's it. And then, you know, by the end of it, you can talk yourself and be like, yeah, I'm just in my own head. It's like, okay. You know, you, and you like take a breath and it's like, oh, okay. You know, it's better. Right, and then, yeah. And so, then, I mean, that, that at least helps me. Like, I mean, I could say probably it could be a type of grounding technique. Yeah. And probably it's, it's really just, um, and yes, I do talk to myself while I do it's, this. Me too, dude. Hey, dude, I have a fucking podcast. All I do is talk to myself. So <laughs> it's it's healthy, right? Yeah, it's healthy, dude. It's I healthy. Mean, My therapist, she goes, maybe you shouldn't have said that this week. And I'm like, it's fine. Let's try chill uh, out. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I I really like I I think I've seen that video with Kobe, mm-hmm. and it really is just being present and unpacking like what is what is causing this like what's the Mm -hmm. root of why am i so anxious you know yeah Um, and sometimes it could feel like everything somewhat there's days where it's like everything is causing yeah it's causing anxiety 100 percent. yeah and then there's just times where like honestly honestly like no matter like what i do it just like i can't do anything about it when like i would say like my anxiety is like kind of triggered like when um you know my mom because like my mom has like health issues and like you know when she you know, she's not doing so well or like she has she's you know, she's like routinely hospitalized. It's like, you know, it takes it really makes me like anxious because I don't know what's happening. Next. It's, yeah, like, it's like you know, powerless. Like, you're powerless. Yeah, it's just like you can only worry. Yeah. And it just eats away at you. So like no matter what I do with that, it's just, you know, I kind of just have to be like, hey, like and it, you know, I have to really step it up and like, 
it's it's hard to really yeah allow it, yourself to like feel that kind of like strong of an emotion for so for like you know extended amount of time like yeah. you know like not knowing like like the status of something for like say seven days that's gonna eat away with, at you every day yeah dude and especially if it's something that's near and dear to you yeah and especially like i don't know about you but me whenever i can't control something mm -hmm. when something's out of my control it really it's like it doubles the anxiety it doubles it because you're just like i'm i don't know like maybe it's the hustle culture a little bit where you like you're kind of hustling to make sure you can control every yeah. aspect of uh, yeah. all you can but there's just these fucking left hooks coming at you it seems like the more you want to control just the more resistance you get yeah dude it's it and can... honestly that's honestly like something that i've really learned to do with that is just let go man like yeah it, it it's you know it sounds like cli like cliche or sounds like it just or some you say some that you say like that to somebody they're like that doesn't make any fucking sense it's like yeah it's like dude no like the less you try to control it's just like the more like you know like the more like fun you know it's gonna be like you know you're gonna have a better experience out of it and you i think you're gonna be more, you could be more successful in it you know hey what what whether whatever it is you know it can be a business it can be your personal life like you know if if you want to control everything, just like, hey, learn to say yes, like a couple of times, like with your friends or, you know, you're running a business, just like, hey, hire somebody, like, yeah. you know, give up some control, you know, don't, you don't have to, you don't have to rule with an iron yeah, fist, dude, bro. You don't it's have a, to micromanage. It's a company, not a, micromanage is a huge, not a dictatorship, a you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you know, the goal is to make money, like more money. And, you know, there's, there's a cost, you know, it costs money to make money. So like, you know, I'm, I'm one to invest invest in your in my business so that I can make you know more revenue. Yeah, dude, and dude, I've worked with people where, you know, you start talking about pay, mm -hmm. and they they want more pay, and it's not in yeah. the budget, and it's like we want the same fucking thing. Like, yeah. why are you doing this? Like, it's it's not. And I'm not saying I pay. I do fucking slave labor, people. I like <laughs> I one thing I pride myself in is anybody I work with. I like when I launched my business, I never wanted to be a company that pays people shit money. Uh -huh. That's, I like even I'll take yeah. I'll take a pay cut if if they have to. It, it makes sense to. Yeah, dude, it's I don't it's just I don't know. I feel like that's how you build like just brand I feel like loyalty. You have to, I feel like with your I feel like with your employees, like it's like, you know, you can't like how do I say it? it's it. I, I don't mean this to sound like weird in a way you have to get them comfortable enough. And, you know, they'll like, they'll pour their heart, you know, like they'll pour their heart and soul into you. If you're a good, you know, if you're a good person, you pay them like and compensate them, incentivize them well, like they're, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna go to bat for you every time. Yeah, especially if it's like, you know, cause they feel like, you know, their like reputation and, you know, their like status is on the line as well. And, yeah. you know, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be very loyal to you. And those are the type of people you need. You have to make sure everyone is eating because yeah. at one point they're going to start looking at your plate. And then, they're, and then they're going to eat you. A hundred percent. So you have to, it sounds, it's a little dark, but it's the truth. It's like, it's and, like, how can you, how can you like eat? How can you like, I would say like, is how can you have a table like of like people and like, you know, some people's like plate be empty. Like, yeah, that, you know, that doesn't. I was never that person, dude. Never. I've, I've never. met, I've been to like, I've gone to lunch. We saw a lot in high school. Yeah. Right. 100%. Where it was just like, when I would go with someone, like, I don't have lunch money. It's like, all right, well we'll eat we'll get four mcdoubles i'll get two you get two i'm not yeah. gonna eat the four mcdoubles in front of you yeah no it was never I just, I just could never do that dude I, yeah and that was, i think that was me. something that like our parent like our parents like really in like you know our community and like like our heritage and yeah. like the way that we're raised like you know like rubbed off on us yeah because yeah same thing like you know i 
I never like, I always want like everybody around me to be doing if, you know, just as good or and even, even better than me, you know, yeah. I want people to do better than me, of you course, know, especially dude, I, if, especially if like, you know, you put in the effort and I see it, you know, like, dude, like I want you to do better than me. And if I can help support you like to do that, like, yeah, all and means, I, I'll be, you know, I'll be happy it, to help you. Let's just go, let's just go based off on another tangent. So let's go with goals. Mm-hmm. You have any goals in mind that you want to share personal professional goals life wise yes. philosophical wise let's see so i guess i'll start like with like business like you know business goals uh you know let's let's start like personal goals all right so personal goals um you know i real i'm really starting to take my health into like a lot like very like into strong consideration so a lot of the things i do now is like me investing in like my own health Okay. You know, I like, you know, I like to work out. Mm. I like to eat generally healthy. You know, I'm not a, you know, I'm not like, uh, I'm not that person that's just chicken and rice all day. And it's, you know, doesn't eat like pizza or burgers. Cause I definitely have like, you know, I splurge, bro. Like I, I love cereal. I love pizza. I love all yeah. that stuff. I'm like, I'm still going to eat it, but you know, I'm going to balance it out. So, you know, taking my health into consideration, like, you know, I, I say like, oh, I want to go to CrossFit at least five times a week. Okay. So, you know, I've, been pretty doing pretty well with that. that's a solid amount dude. yeah so like right now like amount. my like my health like i'm really like happy like where i'm at like with my health you know i still have good like ha- more habits to develop like good healthy habits but you know I, I feel like i'm on the right track so i'd say personal i'm uh you know that per- that just personal goal right there uh another personal goal is just um i would say it's like i guess date like i guess dating right yeah like, let's yeah i mean i'm not like like I said, I'm not look like looking to date like somebody because you know I'm like focused on myself. But you know, if the right person comes along, like you know, I'm not against it. Okay. So like, yeah, at least to like figure out what it is, better to make some friends at the end of the day. Like you know, I've been single for a decent amount of time now, mm-hmm. and I've really gotten used to being alone. Like okay. my freedom, yeah. I've really fell in love with my freedom with of being solidarity, single, dude. and so going back into a relationship if i were to meet someone i'm kind of does it kind of scare the crap out of you a, a little bit yeah okay because it really scares me because it's like it is weird because yeah just the little shit like be- going for a walk because you really like get a t- like you really like start to like get attached like to yourself and like you know like you really learn to love yourself at, yeah. at that point like you know if it's you know if it's like dry like if it's making you feel this way it's obviously a big like you know it's not it's nothing light to take yeah, dude, like here in the studio, in our $3.5 million studio, <laughs> we have a blackjack table. Mm-hmm. And I have like in my head, every time I start thinking about getting into a relationship, the first thing I think about is this becoming her desk. Ah, okay. This becoming her, she puts her perfumes or she does, she works from home. And it really, it's little shit like but that. But I mean, at least, you're, at least you're like thinking of it. Yeah. Like, so right. I, but it's just little shit like that where I realize the single is going to change, right? Mm-hmm. Those little minuscule details of yeah. being single are going to just change. And, you know, a little, little but stuff But I mean, like that. I say when you think like when you get in your own head about that, like was, is it generally like good thoughts? Would you say? Um, do you, or do you kind of have to like absorb the shock first and then like process it? <laughs> I think, dude, as of right now, I think it's probably a little fear okay. because. So you it's you think it's genuinely a fear of yours. Well, right it's now, not just like something like you can maybe talk yourself out of. It's just going to be one of those things you have to like go through. Yeah. I mean, it's just I think maybe at another point, oh, I'll 
bring happiness. But right now okay. it's mainly fear just because I'm working through so much shit. Mm-hmm. And also work is, you know, I'm still trying to get shit going. Yeah. So it's, I think it's kind of a really fucked up thing to bring someone into a mess or whenever you're not ready or whenever you know your yeah. your attention is not going to be anywhere near like make the fourth fucking priority. hundred percent, right? It's a really fucked up. Thing I, to no, do. I a hundred percent agree with you. Like, so that's kind of why it's a little bit of fear for me. You're right now. you're you're treading with caution though. It's just like you know you you know how like where what state of mind you're in. Yeah, you know dude. that you're not at that like state that like stage of your life. Yeah, dude, and it's just like I'm just the state of mind i'm in is just kind of i'm just trying to keep my blinders up mm-hmm. just for just for i don't know a couple more years just to keep yeah, improving man. and there's nothing wrong with that yeah dude yeah so um another personal goal you have any more another personal goal so another oh yeah so personal goal is actually like you know genuinely spending time with like friends and yeah. like and my family you know with like my friends like i at least like try to see see them like at least once a week you know it doesn't happen all the time you know we're not like really good because hey at the end of the day like we're adults, man. We got yeah. like yeah. jobs and like responsibilities to fulfill. It's just like, you know, I get that we can't. Yeah, dude, that's we a, can't we can't see each other every week. It's like, bro, like when was the last time I saw you? Dude, like, it's been five years yeah, since I've five seen plus, you. At least five years. At least five at years. At least five years. So and that's the thing. It's a weird adjustment, dude. Like you're like 22, 23. That's whenever things start really. Yeah. You start, start changing. He- you start hearing less from people. And yeah, at first yeah. for me, I took it very personally. Very, very personally at mm-hmm. first, just when it, I was like, am I doing something wrong? Like, I'm not to talking to truth, my friends a lot. Too. Like, yeah. you, you know, you, you kind of like, you know, you're in your own, you're in your own head again. And you're yeah. just like, dude, get the fuck over yourself. Yeah, <laughs> and then, exactly. And I was like, oh, no, dude, people are like getting married. People are having these mm-hmm. life altering events. So, yeah, so shit's changing. If I, you find it finally clicked with yeah. you. Yeah, it clicked. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun times, I guess. Yeah, very fun. Um, so, yeah, it's, you really just can't take it personal. That's yeah, really the point. Not at all. But, uh, you know, just going back to the point of like yeah you know i want to see like my friends more it's just like this uh trip to dallas it was like honestly like i probably should have gone to go visit you you know where in the previous cities you've lived like you know i probably should have gone a couple times at least yeah dude but it's but it's just how it works it out, is man. how it is dude yeah. it's just life life you know, is i'd say like our friendship was just always like you know just always picks up where we literally left off exactly right? dude whenever the helicopter dropped you dropped, dropped from the down airport, and i came down dude the, i was the there elevator. i obviously got i have roof access because yeah. i own the building and i we greeted each other and it was like i don't know we just started talking Bro, and it, 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 it felt like yeah honestly it felt, honestly, it felt yeah. like i was like oh dude i just saw this dude yesterday yeah it just and i think that's that was, how it felt yeah that's a really special i think it's a special thing dude yeah like, it, it really it's is just really it's just weird so yeah, man. And now we're fucking but yeah. pouring our soul on the internet. Look, we go <laughs> going from playing NCAA fourteen yeah. in your, Dude, in your, that game. In your dad's office to Dude. to Dallas, to here in Dallas. That game is like hundred and fifty dollars on Amazon. Oh Dude, my it's, god. It's really Dude. pricey. Okay, that's what hustle culture that's creates. What, <laughs> that's that Gary V mentality. <laughs> so, oh man. Uh, so any any professional goals? Uh professional goals. So yeah, I I so right now I'm a mortgage loan officer okay. uh, in the state of California. So right now I'm kind of in between of like building my book of business, my establishing like my clients, my relationships with uh, realtors, and you know just anybody that um, you know just anybody that like I need to know in the industry because you know you you know to be successful like in any industry you need to know people yeah like dude. you know you need to be like friends with, you need you, had, you need to be colleagues you know dude the it's all about who you know is who such a know. cliche it's exactly. such a cliche that it just kind of goes over your because head because literally your network can at like 
literally help you make so much money. Yeah, exactly. So like you need to know people and just know that you can't do it alone because yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, so like I said, building that business, um, I would say right now I'm just kind of taking a break because um, just helping out around the house, you know, around the house, you know, taking on more responsibilities there. So kind of still taking it easy. Um, I would say like I want to create my own like team like of loan officers under me under me. Um, you know, people that I can kind of like give mentorship to yeah. and like um, help them get started in the uh, get started in the industry. Like and then, you know, it's like rewarding, like, you know, they get compensated well. And, you know, I, you know, yeah, I'll make like a little bit of money off of them. But, you know, I'm not going to be a scumbag and like, yeah. probably like gouge them for like their yep. whole check. Yeah. But, you know, like I, I would like to do that just to like, you know, provide mentorship and, you know, just like because the more people like that like you know you you know you build a business like you know you just your network and like your net worth will like eventually grow man yeah dude and as long as you're doing it well which you know i've been blessed to have enough clients to stay in this line of work for two years now so yeah and like you're talking about making sure everyone has equal pay exactly the, th the thing about people forget is that the internet exists yeah <laughs> so your name can get out there and i yeah, think 100 it's also this is gonna sound like like little 4d chess ish but if you pay people equally if you treat them nice if you know your reputation grows it's kind of like an yeah. investment like i'm taking a little pay cut but i may get like three or four more clients just because you know as a they, reference or just because they talked about me to their exactly. uncle their mom their exactly. dad and oh like you know my boss pays me so well and it's like you know it's like that that kind of stuff sticks with you yeah exactly you dude. know and you you want people to talk good about you good about you and but you know you genuinely want to be a nice person you don't want to you know be a scumbag no it, no it's all about 4d chess for me i don't <laughs> care about them i do it strictly for the investment oh, i don't care about these people <laughs> so, oh man so yeah so, yeah, so um building so building that business um i want to invest in uh, real estate, you know, investment properties, you know, just like anybody, you know, just like I think um, real estate really is just a great way. And, you know, it's been proven like decade after decade after decade. Yeah. That's a great way to accumulate wealth. So it's obviously something I want to go into. Um, I need to I would say I, I probably need like a mentor in that area to like, you know, whether I'm buying flipping houses or know which ones to hold how to calculate like all those costs it's overwhelming man like, yeah dude of course. you know you don't you don't know everything right like it's, like it the more you learn about something right the more you realize like i know nothing about yeah this. i have no experience it's in just this. so yeah it's just so it's just a constant like flow of knowledge that 100 percent. Really so like, like like you know just like personal like uh, like example of mine it's like i don't know the cost associated with like flipping a house or you know um renting a house out because i don't know because i haven't like personally done it yeah you know like i haven't personally like in taken my capital invested it you know had skin in the game and then just like you know had to make this so you know it makes me nervous to do it but i know that if i get the right like mentorship and like you know the right connect with the right people that i could be successful in it yeah and there's kind of like a catch-22 where you're not going to get a client until you've had clients yeah so that's what we mean, people, when there's no jobs. Yeah. Like, you have to have a list of clients to get a client. Yeah. But if you don't right. have any clients, you're kind of just treading 100%. water for a solid minute. Yeah. Um, so that's what people mean. There's no jobs out there. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, part of the reason, like, I went, like, you know, I went this route is because, um, you know, just like you said, there's no jobs. Um, I remember a company that I was going to internship, or yeah, I was going to internship with the summer after I 
graduated they um they literally like just canceled their internship program like oh shit so they told about maybe like 40 or 50 like applicants that got selected for interviews yeah so they hey there's no there's no position there's yep. no job so like with that like you know it was a bummer for me it was like well dang like how am i gonna get experience man it's like and so how did they just send out like a generic email uh it, they were nice enough to call okay. me all right woke me up okay they woke me up which was a little disrespectful but you know whatever right. took yeah. it on the chin and moved on <laughs> yeah it's, uh, i think you have to really be careful with who you give your loyalty your loyalty to nowadays like uh, especially with business right oh, we, like you just hear these you stories hear the, you hear the horror story it's about. just of like i've been with this place for like 50 years and they just fired me and i don't have retirement it's just these horrific stories that happen it's those horror stories why people it contributes to like a side hustle 100%. where it's like i'll just do it by myself so i know that i'm not going to get fucked over in the end yeah you know i can look out for myself i know mm -hmm. what i'm doing not yeah, yeah you know because sometimes a side hustle just stays a side hustle it isn't yeah. you know like their side hustles that turned into full-blown like careers and like it's their you know you're now the owner of a company that you started because mm -hmm. you've been successful with it yeah dude it's uh i i feel like it, at a certain point, if you have a side hustle or if you have like a passion for something, you just have to just, I've said it before, you just have to dive all the way in. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking, it's scary as fuck, but you I just have it. to just like, all right, we're, we're going all in. And whenever I really started this like two or three years ago, I was like, I'm going all in on this and I probably won't be making a career high salary for You're going to be treading water. For, yeah. For a good 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Right. Everyone, people love to talk about the success stories about mm -hmm. how they made it, but they don't talk about how it's like, I was, I was literally like barely making ends meet for such a long time. Yeah. You know, no, they don't really, no one really talks. About Nobody that. talks about that side, bro. But it's, I think you have to really get comfortable a, with being in that because it's such, it's such a long process. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. When it comes to those times, you got to get comfortable with sleep for dinner. <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You really do, man. So, like. It, I, I can yeah i can attest to a few of those. yeah i dude uh we were at 7-eleven the other day getting white claws mm -hmm. right and you asked me if i ever had don't don't people. don't hate on that white claw. don't hate on white claws i'm a big advocate for white claws uh, he, he talked me into it yeah my my neighbor introduced us to meet to white claws i literally had my first one a few weeks ago and it was you, the fucking best are you an uncultured swine i'm an, i just i'm not a sheep uh, I'm, okay. not, I'm not i'm not a sheeple like you fucking like have you, you watched animals. squid games <laughs> have you watched squid games yet no i haven't okay Again, I i'm haven't not a I, yeah I watched, I, I, i'm not buying into the hype. i watched the first like 30 seconds and he was ex i was and he was explaining the game and i was like this is the most complicated fucking game i was like i'm changing this is ridiculous i'm just changing this this is this is dumb so you flew in from california flew in from california man what do you think about the state of it the how it was pre-pandemic how you see it evolve the California, past couple years. bro to say okay so i can't directly i guess it like say like i can't i don't think i can give a direct opinion because i feel like all of that change is outside of like where we grew up okay like because you know our our um area that we grew up in is fairly small it's it's you know it's not the most progressive like it's uh, like a bubble area it's a bubble you it know really it's, the, like it's, the, it's the conservative pocket of california yep so you know, you know, it's it's different than the rest of California. So they, like, they love their guns and they love Donald yeah, Trump. That's what, that's yeah, 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 they do. Uh, going with that, it's just like you know, I don't, 
Um, I didn't grow up in LA. I didn't grow up in San Francisco where this, like you see these extremes of change in California, you know, gentrification is like yeah. it's such a huge thing. It's just like, wow. Like, you know, it's all like <clears throat> decked out. Like, you know, they got plazas or whatever it is. And I think, yeah, dude, speaking it's, of, gent- yeah. And it's speaking like, of gentrification, go, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, go for my bad. It's all good. Um, it's really becoming a big problem. Like, obviously you hear it, about it here and there, but it's, it, I think it's what's leading like the, the, the homeless, like issue yeah. that we have. In and so I guess that's why it, it, it reminded me of it because you hear about gentrification in San Francisco in LA, mm-hmm. but whenever it starts getting to like the smaller towns and like a big scale, you kind of know it's so, something's brewing. Something's something, about to hit the yeah, fan. There's something different happening. Yeah. So it, like we were talking on the balcony, right? About how Whole Foods, whenever you order food, it's literally every single thing is from amazon that peanut blows my butter mind, dude. It, it blows my mind dude it literally blows my mind and uh i feel like being stoned in a whole foods you can definitely like <laughs> dude i just get i so, feel like you can get in your head and be it, like I what do. like what universe am I, I, do. I in i get really in my head and then i get really pissed off i just and i started walking around mumbling to myself like these fucking motherfuckers these fucking sheeple they this truck is the outside reason. says amazon all the products <laughs> inside say amazon the car it's just like it's like i just want doritos Mm-hmm. And I can't get fucking Doritos. All I can get is these organic fucking tortilla chips that have been sprayed with some organic. I don't even know. How boring is that? It's it's <laughs> it's like it feels like a purgatory. Nothing will ever to take be... place of Doritos. To yeah, be honest. <laughs> not yeah. the point, but <laughs> yeah, it, it it feels like uh, truly like purgatory. Okay. It feels like a sense of purgatory, or um, you know i know that sounds very positive isn't that isn't that a little heavy no it's not it's not not heavy enough actually (laughs) um you want to be a little more morbid uh, yeah but (laughs) i guess when i say purgatory it's it's a little dystopian right how you literally don't have to leave your house Mm -hmm. really you really don't have to and you know we talk about like in the future how people never leave their pods and they just kind of stay like that episode of black mirror yeah basically yeah i have okay but it's just think about New York City. If you have a tiny New York City, like New York City studio, that's basically a pod. You're yeah, in a pod and is. you just have everything just delivered you to you. You have everything Instacarted, yep. uh, Uber Eats, whatever. And then in certain cities, you can have like a drone Amazon package just deliver it to you. It's Damn. it's nuts, dude. So it's really, it's dystopian and it's a little, I don't know. What's your take on it? What's your take on this new tech world? Because it's going to be... Uh, yeah. tech is gonna get a little more intense yeah dude like i mean you talk about like how tech is going like you, elon like wanting to like do that uh, Neuralink. yeah which is like nuts bro like that you know you're communicating with like some kind of like wavelength or yeah. whatever it feels like we're chasing immortality i mean it feels like it right and uh lex fridman his podcast he was talking about immortality and there's a philosophy where Everyone says if they live forever, they would accomplish so much. They would mm-hmm. do so much stuff. But there's another argument where you wouldn't accomplish anything. You would because, just, yeah. Because you knew you have infinity uh-huh. to do it. And so I feel like that's no a lot drive. more realistic. Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll go to Paris in 500 years, you know? And I think that's, I think chasing immortality. I think that's not really, that's not a way to live, dude, because. I don't think it is. Like last night, we had a great time, right? Mm-hmm. We went out. And it was weird to, I kept having these moments where I was like, would this be as enjoyable if I knew that we can just do this for the next 500 years? Yeah. Or is it, was it the fact that it was like last night may literally never happen again. Right. 
like I, you also asked like how much is too much like yeah know, like that's kind of like crazy it's like you know we're all gonna have a chip in our head and like we talk on like a wavelength and we know exactly what we're saying yeah it can be you know it can be used for bad but it can also be used for good um i remember elon saying that like you know quadriplegics would be very beneficial for them yeah to operate a screen their phone without having to move because they can't move yeah so so things you know, like that it's like a huge positive yeah right but whenever I, 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 the, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off but personally i feel like every time there's like a really good stride for like like in the world like for something that's positive and they'll bring like change it also just brings <clears> up like so like you know a hundred other problems with it yeah it's like an issue it's maybe that is i don't know if that's just human nature i think humans in general can be pretty disturbing people pretty barbaric i i like to it's think very barbaric. i like to think aliens and other civilizations across the universe who are obviously more advanced than us they probably look at us as as still as the time as barbarians yeah. right how we looked at barbarians so it's i think civilizations like that they you know which i don't know how you f i i believe that there's other civilizations out there there had to have been. there has it's too big for us just to be us so i think other civilizations look at us and they just kind of see oh they're still evolving they're still in the the barbaric phase the dark ages i, I guess I, I kind of think about this from time to time yeah. i'm not gonna lie it's just like you <laughs> Yeah, just like sometimes, you know, because I'm like addicted, like um, attracted to, not attracted, I would say, like, I do like astronomy and just like things like that, you know? Sometimes you just look up at the night sky and you're just like, there's no way we're yeah. alone in this, yeah. bro. Like, and it's, and you just really get the perspective of how like small and insignificant, like, yeah. like we are and just how vast it is. And it's like, come on, we're not yeah. the only ones. And I think what's, um, what's even kind of terrifying to think about is if we are alone. It that's, really makes me. It kind of gives me that's anxiety. That's just scary, huh? It's like if we're really just alone, as dark as it says. What what was this all for? Like this yeah, is just like, a whole universe yeah, for just us. Like yeah. it's it's really like somehow we were just like a stroke of luck. Yeah, like the Big yeah. Bang was literally just literally the perfect alignment of stars. Yeah. So it it really is interesting to think about it. I don't. I think we're probably me personally. I think we're kind of maybe in some simulation. Of some, I know you're 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 a person of faith, right? I'm a person of faith. I don't want to put you, know, you on the spot take, on, on the with, internet, but I take it with a grain. I don't want to put your business out there. I'm sorry if I, if I put <laughs> you on blast. No, but I mean, yeah, I am a person of faith. But I mean, I feel like even there's just some things that like my faith doesn't explain. Exactly, and it makes yeah. me very curious. And, exactly, you know, that's why I constantly like challenge my faith. Yeah, I'm, and you know, like, but you know, like, like I said, you take take it with a grain of salt. Because, exactly, you know, there's some things that like faith can't explain but science i mean i guess science can yeah I mean, but and then also it's always the argument yeah i was just about that reminds me i was about to say i'm a really big proponent of science mm -hmm. i i think science is like it's a controversial time to say this but i think science it yeah. doesn't lie it's very not, not, none, none of this political science that we're seeing just yeah, true science all this skewed science data. in its purest form in its purest right form, yeah. but i also think there's a certain point where science ends and there's something that you can't explain and I, I, I'm very, I, I'm the first one to always admit. Honestly, this. there's, it's, it does not go the entire, the entire way. There's something that you can't explain, and I try not to really dive into that because you can lose your mind. Yeah, you really. You just can. have to know, like this, it, it just can't explain it. So, you I ever think have this, like any kind of instances like that. What, what do you mean? I don't know. I guess just say like you know you've experienced the things that just like science would not be able to explain it. Or you couldn't need, or actually, let's say this, that you haven't, that if you sound, if you um explain this to somebody, you sound crazy. 
That's every episode, dude. That's, <laughs> that's just literally this whole fucking podcast. <laughs> um, I can't really think of any on the top of my head. I wish I had. I can't. Do you have any? Dude, like, I've always been, like, curious. You know, I feel like there's, like, some... There has to be, like, some kind of supernatural phenomenon going on. Of course. World, right? Of course. Like, it's so, like, weird that, like, you know, obviously you sound like a weirdo to say, like, that can explain, you know, that that gives explanation to the things that science can. But, I mean, I'm, bro, there's, like, some things that just, like, I feel kind of supernatural. Like, bro, like, you, f- sometimes you feel like there's something watching you. Especially, like, dogs. Or there's, or there's like, a presence. Yeah, like, dogs, right? whenever they, like, they start look at, like, a corner or something. Yeah, And man, it gets like, a little chilly. You're like, this is, I don't know. And I... I, that's why I have a problem with people who are like, oh, it's the it's just an electromagnetic field causing yeah. the it's like, dude, yeah. or it's maybe something we just can't. Explain. So, yeah. So actually, so just like a little personal like story. So a uh, na- a neighbor came over and was talking with my mom the other day. Actually, no, she's a he's a um, he's a renter of my mom. My mom has a rental property and he's like he came pay, pay the rent and he's like he he's open about like his like supernatural like experiences and he says like yeah dude like i hear things like you know i see things and it's like and it was funny because you know i grew up as a kid like in that in that house for some time and uh he said something that was like so weird he was like yeah my um my daughters like they hear and they like see kids like wanting to play or whatever yeah bro tell me why i i like i didn't see kids but i heard the kids oh shit. when i was little bro so it's just like you know there's like like you know there's some things that can't be explained it's just like like yeah. you know like if i try to explain that to somebody you know you kind of sound crazy yeah and things you can't explain right like we asked me mm-hmm. if i knew of any instances i guess i just know like of a lot of I, I break them down like minor instances like if you had gone made the left on the street instead of right mm-hmm. or if you had left like you ever leave you ever like you're gonna head to work and you're like i'll leave in 10 minutes and you're driving and then you see an accident mm-hmm. and you're like if i had just left yeah whenever i said that could have been me like right 100%. obviously i see tragedy and the first thing i think is like oh what about me <laughs> <laughs> not to be narcissistic or <laughs> not to make it about me <laughs> not to make it about you angel because everything's but, about you <laughs> but you know but you get what i'm saying it's yeah. like this uh, it, it, i i just think about like you know just a lot of choices mm-hmm. right and you know we were talking a little bit about faith and do you think life is about choices or do you think it's pre-planned or do you think it's both oh man so why, why you gotta ask me i don't want to put question. you on the why, spot why are you like grilling this? me so hard i don't want to put you in the we could change it is this uh, too rough nah this is good um so i mean as a person of like you know from like the as being a person of faith is like you know that side of me tells me that like you know i would say that like you know god kind of has like i would say like a outline okay you know not uh, nothing's predetermined you know like you have the i think i genuinely think we have free will you know because you know yeah. god says that he gives us because we're fucking will. americans right? That's, yeah yeah because we're you know <laughs> first yeah i don't, I don't <laughs> we don't have free will because we're god because we're americans <laughs> oh man but yeah so i mean i would say that we have the we have choice in like that like i, I would say we have choice in that outline yeah i mean i i guess it, i don't know if it's weird to call it an outline or something but i mean you know, if you really think about your environment, your environment w- could be that outline, you know, yeah. you make choices to either stay in it or, you know, go to a different environment kind of thing, you know, yep. something that benefits you, 
is, you know, it's going to like draw your attention. You know, people that you want to be around are going to draw your attention and who knows where you end up. Yeah. But as long as it's going good, I would say that, you know, that's, you know, I want to say like, you know, that's something like, you know, God has like planned for you. Like, you know, God wants you to do well. You know, when I feel like when you find yourself like doing bad in life, like, you know, you're like, I mean, my personal experience is like I knew I was at rock bottom when I was away from my faith. Yeah. You know, not giving it priority and really just putting it away. Yeah. And not like, be, you know, having that like consideration and, you know, not having that like in my life. And it's and it, like, you know, going back earlier, um, giving like giving up control. Yeah. I, I found that like with my faith, I can give up control and I felt like a million times better in life. Like anxiety is like, you know, less. And, yeah, you know, I, I it sounds weird. Like I said, it sounds weird enough to say, but it's like, you know, I, I mean, I genuinely think that like something is looking out for me. Yeah. Like, you know, to do well. Definitely. Yeah. I earlier this year, I was going through a really rough patch and it was I had zero faith mm -hmm. like and. Which, I, I mean, we're all like, yeah, like, I we, really we all have those times in our life. Yeah. And I really had to just accept. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to just let go. Right. You really have to just trust. Mm -hmm. That was a big thing. I had to just trust the universe, God, yeah. something that it's going to be OK. Mm -hmm. Right. So gotcha. that was that's I think that's a really hard thing um, for a lot of people to do. Right. Just to talk about letting go and for people to forgive themselves and be able to move forward and you know you hit the hell on the head with forgiving yourself yep man. yep dude forgiving yourself that, that took me that took me years to yep like learn and how to do and to finally do it and it's the, the thing is that it's not like a roadmap mm -hmm. I, I wish some i wish someone could say this is how you forgive yourself for everything you've done right mm -hmm. And it's, you just have to constantly be thinking about it, right? Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, I used to think that adulthood, it was, you just kind of hit a certain point and mm -hmm. it's, it's just consistent. Yeah. But it's constantly nobody, working. Yeah. Nobody it's, talks about that part of adult, yep. like adulthood. It's like, you never, like, you never stop like learning. Yep. You never stop like, um, nobody, nobody talks about how like adulthood is like, you still learn a lot. You yep. still like you know your experience is very important like you know just how like you know nobody ever gives like can shed light on that because we we i think we've been given like something that adulthood like you said is just literally you hit a point and it's a, a plateau yeah yeah i agree all right people so that is going to be the episode for this week i really hope you enjoyed the interview so yeah we just really poured our soul on the internet for everybody else to hear there's going to be a lot more of Alfredo and I. It's going to be a really, really awesome time. A lot of cool shit coming for you people. A lot more cool shit. We are growing. I'm really fucking excited to see where this podcast is going to be in 70 episodes from now. So yeah, this is the big three zero, the big 30. We're just kind of like, you know, we're going through a midlife crisis, I guess, just because of, you know, everyone hates the eight, the number 30. Anyways, people, that's going to be it for this week. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram at the angel bernard please can we just get the following up please is that so hard to fucking ask i work really hard and i don't get any fucking reward it's time that we that you guys pay me back all right i know i was nice to the countries around the world a couple weeks ago but that was just to kind of butter you guys up to make you buy into the cult but it's time to get to work people because hey the bills are stacking up 
The bills are stacking up. And guess what? Sally Mae isn't getting paid. So please, can we just help out around the house? Is that so fucking hard to do? Can someone take out the trash? So please, people, follow me, interact with me, tell your mentally unwell friends, family members, whatever it is, people, just keep promoting, keep helping out. I love you guys, and I will see you all next week.